Bright Ideas for Your Business with Amy Blaine, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet. Hear their stories and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Bright Ideas for Your Business with Amy Blaine is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Amy Blaine. This is Amy Blaine with Bright Ideas for Your Business, and today I am joined by Bud Clark and Claire Berger to discuss the ERTC, the Employee Retention Tax Credit, which you may or may not be aware of what exactly that is, but uh, if you are not, you really should learn about it because it could be a decent amount of money coming back to your business from the U.S. government, and you certainly don't want to miss out on that, right, Bud and Claire? No, you don't. Agree. Well, let's start off with um, a brief explanation of what ERTC is and what ERT Express, the company that you and I are uh, affiliated with, does for its customers. The ERTC is a payroll tax refund. So it's for the businesses who retained employees, W-2 employees, during 2020 and 2021. Uh, Claire will get into the specific quarters, but they uh, they get a refund of those payroll taxes up to $26,000 per W-2 employee. Great. Okay. And um, can you give an idea of what, how much a uh, business could receive? How many employees does that cover, first of all? Well, it'll cover, you know, in general purposes, we're about five W-2 employees up to about 500. Okay. You know, we've we've talked to uh, companies who have done more, but that's kind of the, you know, the sweet spot for ERTC and the IRS. And it's Uh, between, it's full and part-time employees. Full and part-time, yes. Now you're, you know, if you had... 400 full-time employees and hypothetically 2,000 part-time, they would all count. Okay. Okay. And so, um, first of all, is there a fee to find out how much you could potentially receive as an ERTC refund? There's no fee to find out how much you qualify for. Okay. Uh, You know, you know, that's a process that, you know, we work through, we do a, sort of a general but very solid estimate, you know, when we talk to the businesses and nonprofits that we work with, um, you know, we can give them a a pretty solid ballpark. But until all the paperwork is gathered and they're submitted to the CPAs who are going to review them, that's when the calculations and all the agreements get taken care of. Okay. So... If you decide that you maybe don't want to do it or maybe go with another company, it's not going to cost you a dime. Well, we don't send it to the CPA under that condition. We do ask the client to sign an agreement, basically obligating them to pay us if, in fact, we determine that they are eligible for a refund. If they're not eligible for any reason, nothing is owed to us. But we do need to have them agree to pay us for us to send it to the CPA. What what makes ERTC Express unique is in the processing, 
they have three different CPA firms or teams look at each file and make sure that those calculations are all the same. So it's a quality control process, obviously. So right. for those CPAs to do that work, we need to know for sure that the employer goes, yes, we're going to use you guys and we're comfortable with that. I'd like to add to that something that we learned recently when we visited the corporate headquarters in Tampa was that ERTC Express has actually conducted two trainings for the AICPA, which is the American Institute of CPAs. Because what we found is many, many CPAs aren't up to date on the actual guidelines because they've changed a number of times. So what they thought to be true was true in the beginning when ERTC was first rolled out, but is no longer true, which is why many people don't think that they qualify. For example, if they made money during the pandemic and many people were blessed to do so, that doesn't mean they can't get the refund. We have to demonstrate that they were in fact impacted by the, by the um, COVID shutdowns. But the fact that we are doing trainings for the AICPA gives us a tremendous amount of credit because sure. our CPAs focus exclusively on ERTC. And do other companies that do this for businesses, um, do they use all use CPAs and have three check no. their numbers? Not all of them use CPAs. Many of them are using offshore employees oh. and it's we don't believe it's the same level of quality and our clients feel very comfortable that the number we're telling them they qualify for is real. Okay. That's an, an important uh, difference that it people is. need to keep in mind when they're. Another, another one to add to that, because it's just as important as, you know, obviously all the quality control we just talked about is many of our firms that are out there in the RTC world uh, don't the CPA firm does not sign the 941X, which is the amended uh, paperwork. Our CPAs do sign the 941X. They put their licenses and their reputations on the line. Um, and then we provide an audit package as well. Oh, okay, cool. Um, what are the requirements for a business to actually qualify to get one of these rebates? Okay, the qualifications are that they were in fact impacted by the shutdowns. Now that can mean many things to different people. Um, and I'm just gonna draw examples from the clients that we've worked with. We had a, a two location preschool in Florida and he had to install an entire new HEPA filtration system to make sure the air was clean for the children. He had to install partitions in the classrooms change the drop-off and pick-up pick up schedules for the kids. Shifting to car dealerships that we work with in Utah, they were retail operations, and because they were not allowed to have people in their showrooms, they shifted to the wholesale operations, where now the owners are going to the auctions in Vegas, which are the closest ones, and buying cars and coming back and selling them. Uh, restaurants, everybody knows about restaurants that got affected, but many of them actually made money. Many could not have, um, did not allow you to dine inside during the shutdowns, and they could only do takeout and delivery. So if, even if you made money, but we can demonstrate that you had to change how you did business. I'll give you another example, a roofer I just worked with in Dallas, he made money as well, but he said, 
what became more difficult was offering a selection of colors to clients. So a manufacturer that used to offer 20 colors cut it back to two because there have been supply chain issues. That's been huge across the board supply chain issues. We all know what happened during the pandemic. Things didn't move. Um, another interesting thing I thought from him was his method of marketing was purely knocking on doors. During the pandemic, his employees would go to knock on a door. Nobody would open it up to talk to him. Yeah. So he had to shift to other methods of marketing. One of the things that I'd like to add quickly is that that uh, preschool, the owner had two preschools. Uh, they did make money, which was interesting. I would not have thought that would be the case. The parents actually kept paying their uh, monthly, so they didn't lose their spot in this preschool. That's how good the preschool was. So but even though they weren't going into work and needing to drop their kids off, they were still paying. They were That's still so paying. Great. So he yeah. made, the, the point is many and many, many of the clients that we've been blessed to work with, and we really do consider it that, um, did in fact make money. The preschool that I was mentioning that school, after we were finished with uh, with our work at ERTC Express, qualified for $1,059,000 in refund. Wow. And we always make the distinction that all the business owners know that's not a loan. That, you know, in his case, he's going to go build another preschool with it, which, you know, I can't imagine the work that that entails. But that $1 million plus uh, checks that he's getting as refunds, he can use at his discretion. They, they're they not loans. They do not have to be paid back. Well, that, yeah, that's good to know. And I, I'm guessing a lot of people don't realize that. Speaking of which, talk a little bit, if you will, about the fact that originally people, businesses, business owners had to choose between getting a PPP loan and an ERTC and how right. that all changed. And also, if you could talk about what... Um, year and months or quarters rather that okay. this covers? Because I know some of that has changed Correct. since it originally was um, legislated. Exactly, and that's one of the things that CPAs often get uh, stumble on. So initially you could not get ERTC if you had a PPP loan. Now you can qualify. And even if you had it forgiven, doesn't matter. There is an offset for the PPP loan, but it's not dollar for dollar. The calculations, I, I don't know the exact calculations the CPAs do that but it absolutely does not preclude them from getting a loan. So the documentation that we collect, we're looking at six different quarters and we're looking at the second quarter of 2020 through the third quarter of 2021. And what we collect is pretty simple. The 941s, which is what uh, your payroll is reported, your, your payroll expenses are reported quarterly. So those documents, the W-3, which reports the total number of employees for 2019, we're going to get a payroll register. And if you had a PPP loan and it got forgiven, they ask for the forgiveness form. That's the basic documents. And then there's a very long questionnaire, a detailed questionnaire that the clients have to fill out because we want to make sure that the file is good and it will go through properly. And that's where we distinguish ourselves in I take on the onus, I put in the entire file for the client, everything goes into our secure portal. And then we have a team of account executives that review it, it goes through document validation and only then onto the CPA. So the process is very thorough. Um, 
we use, um, and, and it's been well received by the business owners because they're all really busy. So mm -hmm. the idea is, you know, we'll help gather up those documents. We'll actually have and contacted the payroll company and, and had them get the old 941s together. It takes a payroll company about 15 minutes to get those. So they're, they're very easy to uh, scan and send over. Um, Claire spends a, a good deal of her time with the business owner uploading the documents while they're on their computer. So we're uploading them together. And at the end, um, you know, the owner then goes, okay, yeah, let's submit that. And then they hit the submit button themselves with a validation code, and then the CPAs will get the work. Okay. All right. Well, what, when you're talking about the paperwork, can you, uh, you talked about it a bit, but um, how much paperwork is there that people have to supply and, and how, and you well, said that you use the payroll company to get a lot of it for them. The payroll company will supply the 941s and the W3 and the payroll register. The applications for forgiveness the customer will have. There's some income data that we get from the accountant or that they do it themselves from their QuickBooks. And the rest is questions about the business. How were you affected as an example? So I mean, to put it all in the little package, about 90%, 95% of the work is done by the payroll company in literally in 30 minutes. It's That part is not that difficult. The onus for the owner, who's a busy person always, um, is that they're going to probably have 30 minutes, maybe an hour, working with us on, okay, let's look through this questionnaire. Let's make sure that we get all the elements of supply chains and shutdowns and those kinds of things. So we're very thorough on that end. So, you know, in average, the owner's getting somewhere between $147,000 and $300,000. You know, I'm not trying to be too facetious, but I'll spend an hour to get a refund of $300,000. Yeah. I, I That's too. my usual, when they start groaning about paperwork, is it worth some free money or is it worth your time to get this? And they usually go, yeah, you're right. <laughs> and, they're, and then they're quiet and go, what do I need to do? I can probably carve out some time to figure this out exactly. for you. You know, what we, we do go look at, this is, this is a pain in the fanny. We're sending a package off to the, to the IRS. It has to be perfect. Uh, we want to make sure that you do qualify and you get the maximum amount. We have a, a CPA team, a very large one, uh, headquarters here in the U.S., who ensures that. So, uh, you know, give us 30, 45 minutes and we can we'll do our work and then we just wait for the check. And and again, it's not something that is alone. It's going to be your Correct. money to do with. And and are there any limitations to what you can do with the money? No, no, there's not. It's your, your discretion. Now, everyone, you know, every business owner has his his or her unique personality, which I think is fun. Uh, goes, oh well, I like the preschool says, well, I'm going to invest this right back in my business and build a third preschool. Uh, you know, I, I can't imagine hiring for that new th third one, but they're going to. Uh, but, you know, other people go, you know, I have 
we have a restaurant here outside of our home. We're in Park City, Utah. Um, he goes, when I get the refund back, I'm going to take a, a large portion of it and give it as bonuses to my employees who suffered through COVID with me. They stuck mm -hmm. with me. I, you know, part of that uh, employee ER, the it's employee retention tax mm -hmm. credit. So he retained those employees, you know, as a business owner. He worked hard to keep them there, but he's very loyal. So he's going to take a very large portion of about $500,000 and bonus it out to his employees. We've had a lot of people who took out second mortgages on their homes to keep their businesses afloat. Mm -hmm. And this is a blessing because now they can pay those balances down. Yeah, yeah. So it yeah, does a lot of good. And our mission, really, Claire, my mission has always been to help as many businesses and nonprofits as we can. And, you know, this has a time limit on it. Uh, you know, so we've got another roughly 18 months uh, to get people in. Is that basically when it expires or is that when the money from the No, it expires. It, it doesn't run. And that's a that's a great thing that you brought up, Amy, because a lot of people live under this misconception that they run out of money. Um, it expires on a date. So, you know, and they they move that goalpost around. So I'm not going to throw the date out, but let's <laughs> just give it 18 months. Um, but you remember. Everyone has to remember it's a payroll refund of payroll you've already paid. So it's money that's already there. And you might so as well they, claim it sooner rather than later yeah, because just, then you get your money sooner. Yeah. You might as well get in line, as we say. You know, let's get in line. It it does take, you know, four to six months to get your check back. Um, and so that's a, that's a reality. Okay. Now I know that in speaking to you in previous uh sessions that we've had, you talked about a lot, well, not a lot, some people that you've worked with who, when you initially ask them if they've gotten their rebate yet or the refund, they've said, oh, I talked to my CPA about it and they said I don't qualify. And what, that, what is I, your I, response to that? Happens every day. It happens. I, I spend much of my day telling people in a very diplomatic way that with all due respect to your CPA, he may be wrong. Because going back to the guidelines when ERTC was first rolled out, he was right. You couldn't take it if you had an, a PPP loan or if you made money. So I tell them, he's probably wrong. Let us submit all your paperwork. You don't owe us anything if it, if it turns out you don't qualify. So what do you have to lose? Right. Because you never know who the CPA could be. It could be their brother-in-law, their best friend, or somebody that they, they someone they hold in high regard. So I'm careful not to be condescending, but just that I, I know what I'm talking about. And I want to say at least half my clients were told that. And and in fairness, when they were told it, they were probably true. No, no, Bill, you can't get ERTC because you took PPP. Well, that was true in the beginning. No, Bill, you can't have uh, ERTC because you made money. Well, that was true. But now, I mean, I don't want to over-exaggerate it, but there are probably 100-plus qualifications now that were not available when the CARES Act was first passed. 
So we spend a lot of time talking to customers about how the shutdowns affected them. Every once in a while, I run into someone who says, you know, we had zero impact. Didn't If didn't affect the way we work, we made a lot of money. I say, okay, that doesn't happen often, but it does happen once in a while. So it's it's really a matter of vetting the client because knock on wood, I haven't had anybody turned down yet that I've submitted because I'm not about to waste my time or someone else's if I think they don't qualify. Right. Can you give me a good job explaining? Can you give me an example of someone who initially really thought they didn't qualify, but then you ended up being able to help them figure out that they did? The perfect one is that little preschool. It's somebody I knew. I, you know, said, look, no, no, I've talked to my CPA and we just don't qualify, bud. I made made money, you know. I said, and I let the, you know, okay, that was probably true a while ago. A couple of weeks later, I called them on the phone and said, "Look, it. If it doesn't cost you anything to get a second opinion, you have a whole lot to gain. You have nothing to lose." And so he did obviously submit, and we. We chatted a couple of days ago, as a matter of fact, because he's gotten all the checks, which makes me much more popular now than I was before. <laughs> I bet. Uh, you know, he's gotten over a million dollars in checks. Um, so the joke is now, well, what was that second opinion worth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no. do you have um, any sec- uh, suggestions, recommendations for businesses who maybe, you know, don't want to get into the weeds with all of the paperwork, Um, maybe other situations that you've run into where you've been able to encourage them to go ahead and go for it, other than the one that you just mentioned. Well, yeah, and we could go, you know, we've, again, been blessed to do dozens and dozens of these personally. So, you know, we have that experience, ERTC Express, which is, I think they've done as many as anybody in the nation. You know, I always say 12,000 plus, but I think if you really sat down with them, it'd be closer to 20. Uh, But, you know, my advice is, you you know, sit down with somebody who this is all they do. and, and at least find out whether or not you qualify or you don't qualify. And then you can walk away and go, yeah, I didn't qualify. But heaven forbid, you know, you miss out on a three hundred dollars or $500,000 check that is not a loan. Uh, you know, that that's life-changing to many people. The little restaurant that I was talking about that said he's going to give a loan or he's going to give most of that money or a big part of that money to his employees. Well, we told him how much he was going to get back. He got teary-eyed. Yeah. And that's why Claire and I do it. Yeah, it's, that really is impactful to a lot of people. Yeah. You're going to give a check. For, I think in his hardships. case. His, $488,000. Yeah, his, his check was $488,000. So we went there. You know, we had, it's a restaurant. So we had lunch and, you know, sat down with him and said, listen, I've got some good news for you. This is what's going to happen. And he got very emotional. Yeah. Yeah. That. So are there any other, um, you know, with your experience, things that you've run into that um, you might have as far as advice to businesses? 
No. I would say, what do you have to lose? It's yours to claim or lose. It's actually a question that we say to them. You'll yeah. refund to claim or lose. And you'll never know if you don't submit. And it'll expire, you know. Don't, you know, if you're if you're a great procrastinator, wait 17 months and see what happens. But you know, <laughs> in, in in 18 months, um, uh, you know, it'll have a drop dead date, just like PPP loans did. They just dropped off the, the planet. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the legislation is under a little bit of pressure to cut back in certain areas. They may, you know, they may move that date closer, meaning we don't have 18 months, maybe we only have 12. But why wait? If you think you might qualify, you had, you know, uh, five to 500 W-2 employees that you retained during COVID, check it out. It can't hurt you. Right, right. Okay. Well, I, unless you have other thing, you know, other information that you would like to impart, I think that summarizes what the program is about, how you know, you and we can help uh, a local business or, or, you know, even a regional business to rate, you know, get that money back for them to use for whatever they want to do to grow their business with a new location or pay back their employees, give them a little bonus or pay off a second mortgage that maybe the business owner had to get in order to stay afloat during COVID. Um, it seems like a real uh, no-brainer to at least learn whether you qualify, even if your CPA has already told you, oh no, we know you can't, you know, qualify. Um, so, well, I greatly appreciate your time and um, hope that you uh, have great success continuing. I know you will, because I know you two are both very uh, competent and, and great to work with in general. So Thank I know you've become uh, best friends with a lot of the businesses that you've worked with to yeah. get them their refunds so yeah it's, it's very fulfilling to do we love we love doing it great okay well thanks so much again thank you thank you amy bye-bye thanks for listening to bright ideas for your business with host amy blaine please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet follow us on social media for updates and we'll see you on the next episode